welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? We are here for the week three breakdown. We're breaking these games down like an ankle. Nothing. Trey Lance's ankle. Yeah. Is that where you were going? Yeah, I was going to go somewhere further with that, but I wanted to. What a bad guy. Sorry. What does he have against Trey Lance? I don't understand. Roots for broken ankles. I I didn't root for it, but it's happened. It's in the past. It's happened. He hates Trey Lance. He he hates the Niners. I do. I do hate the Niners. I I mean they're just Tony. Do you remember when you when you rooted for cancer? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I that's the pot anything. calling the kettle black. Goni took a doink off of cancer. Took it, took it on can, on the backs of cancer. I I asked Begley. I asked Begley before the show because he was still droning on. He's salty. He's salty about losing the first doink ever on the Mad Fantasy podcast. And I asked him if we did a, a best ball draft with just the players we have, no bench or anything. And he took John Mechie. Would he score zero points all year, or would he acquire points, Wayne? Yeah, I just figured. I figured that if you had a heart and any sort of morals, you'd let somebody off the hook if the man got diagnosed with cancer. I mean, interesting. That's interesting. just a, as, what a that's just what I would from Wayne. What a flip flop! Because a few episodes ago, Wayne was all like, "Oh no, take your take your loss, Begley. Take your loss." And now we're we're, we're flip flopping. I see. Okay, Wayne. This was happened off air, but Goni graciously agreed to donate his first three podcasts to cancer research. First of all, it's admirable. As he should. As he absolutely <laughs> should. And I applaud him. So, Mad Mob, hit the subscribe button. The way he flaunted a, a victory due to cancer, would just it honestly made me sick to my stomach. It was hard to watch, hard to listen to. Joyous. He pranced. He, he verbally pranced about for weeks, girl. For weeks. Oh man. I mean, the I make one. I make one little broken one ankle joke. Really up. So I make one. I'm not worried. I make that. one broken ankle joke, and I'm the bad guy of the podcast. Man, you, you Wayne, Wayne flip flops. You, you got a doink if off you cancer. You haven't been riding with us. Then just just know Wayne flip flops. He was he was all about it before. The doink ledger is law, and he was with it. And now he's salty about uh. A little Trey Lance, Jameis Winston jab that we were going at each other for. and uh, Who's going to score more points this year, Trey, Trey Lance or Jameis Winston? Who's going to score more points? Who are you going to have on your bench this year, Trey Lance or Jameis Winston? Yes. Stupid silence. Stupid face. We, we picked, stupid I'm trying silence. to decipher what exactly you said because you sound terrible. I, I don't even know what you said. Um you but lose. yeah, Wayne took uh, Jameis Winston as his dark horse quarterback earlier on in the year, and I stand by the fact that it's a stupid pick. Yeah, you, Mad Mob, do you know who his dark horse was? Tell him. Trey Lance. Yep. Yet I can't, I can't prance around about my victory due to a broken ankle, but he can prance around about his victory due to cancer. Cancer. I mean, we didn't have a doink on it. I'm just saying, mine had I mean, I mean, unlimitedly that's, more upside than yours did. It, listen, if it was an insult, if it, if it was an insult that was used back in 2009 Xbox Live lobbies, then it's just it it shouldn't you shouldn't have a doink on it. Yeah, I'm man. confused by whatever he said again. Can, what is he cancer, saying? Cancer is coursing through his bones right now, and you're gloating because of it. It's just not right. You guys are just bad guys, the both of you. Right. We're the bad you. guys. Look at you. Right, listen to that. The right thing to do was to cancel the doing. All my Call of Duty, yeah. all my all my old school Call of Duty guys got that. The worst insults were thrown in, in those old lobbies. And maybe in the new lobbies with the proximity chat. Yeah, we won't break that down, though. Anyone's listening is extra confused right now. That's fine. Hey, listen closely to follow along. It's uh, later on in this episode when we're actually breaking things down. We've got their attention. They're locked in. They're trying to figure out what's going on in this intro. And then next thing, we're hitting them with stats and facts. And they're winning their fantasy league. We're drawing them in with confusing things. Have you ever seen the TikTok 
Have you seen the TikToks of the dude that does, uh, he tells like a, just a, a story that makes zero sense. Like he gets a, uh, a job interview with somebody like over zoom or something. And then he just records himself like saying the most random stupid stuff. And that's exactly what Goni's face is right now. It's hilarious. Uh, not even once. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to finish that sentence so I could shut it down. Not even once. Uh, man. You don't want an example? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Wayne, I don't think I don't think our listeners are confused. Goni's gloating about cancer. It's just that straightforward. Yeah. Shameful. I hate it. Uh, off air, Goni is absolutely the 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 worst guy ever. Just a bad guy. Just just beats us down, Begley. Just absolutely beats us down. And then the second I hit that record button, he acts like the nice the nice fella of the group. I, I didn't have a stutter until we started the podcast with Goni. That's true. I, and I hate it because somebody somebody messaged our Facebook and, and asked why why I'm mean. It's because I get abused off air. It's because you're the bad guy. Everyone sees it, man. It's just what it is. God, anybody that knows you knows you're a bad guy. Don't make me pull up the chat where you're the commissioner in our league and everybody is absolutely hating on you because you're just a bad guy. Started by you. Wayne's just the instigator. He, he gets the mob, the angry mob together for no reason to come against. I don't even do anything, man. I'm just here. I'm I don't even do anything, Mad Mob. I'm just the nice guy. I don't even do anything. Whatever, man. Oh, they beat me down. He beats me down. Goni's such a scary guy. <laughs> That's, All right. sound like. That's you. All right, Mad Mob. We're going through the 1 o'clock games. Side note, uh, Obviously, we hope for a speedy recovery for Trey Lance. We want to see him out there, see what he's capable of or what he's not capable of. He's going to miss the season. It shouldn't be – I think it was a clean break, so surgically it should be pretty – I mean, obviously, repairing broken bones isn't easy, but it's a – clean breaks are always the best breaks as far as repairs go. And for the 18th time on this podcast, we with John Mechie, uh, nothing but the best, and hope to see him on the field ASAP. Yeah. Breaking down these week one, these week three, one o'clock games, um, same old, same old. Uh, we're going through, we're going to say the point spreads, pick it, um, any, any spicy uh, players that we see in them. Fun fact, before we jump into this, this year, the under has hit in 68% of games. The under, I don't know. Like when I take over unders, like I'm terrified of the under, but apparently I need to not be because and and when you when I step back and and reminisce on all the games I've watched this year, it's the defenses have been going nuts this year, right? Yeah, it seems like the only ones hitting the overs are Washington, Detroit, Philly, Philly. Yeah, yeah, Bills. No, because Bills and Rams, it was like 52-something for the first game, 52-and-a-half, and their defense was too stout to hit the over. Bills ain't hitting no overs this year unless they do yeah. it just by themselves. They dropped 50. That's insane. Yeah, man. <clears throat> the Bears, dude. The Bears, the Browns, the Panthers. Ugh. Ugh. Seattle, Texans, Denver. Ugh. Texans are actually playing not bad. They 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 brought a tie on against the Colts. All the and yeah, but are we? They're, they're playing hard, man. But what are we thinking about the Colts? Now? A touchdown to Denver. But it's it's the unders. They're bringing in all the unders. Oh yeah, yeah, unders for days. That they and and I bring that little stat up because you can tell that the unders have been hitting based on the over unders this week. I feel like. So we'll jump into the first game, the Thursday night game, uh, a divisional showdown. Uh, the Steelers at Cleveland, um, Pittsburgh plus four and a half. The over under is at thirty eight and a half. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh! I'm gonna take the Browns. I'm gonna bet against bet against Mitch Trubisky, who has been bad this year. I'm going to take the under, man. I mean, even at 38 and a half, you saw what Pittsburgh and New England did last week. Uh, I think Pittsburgh's formula is to run the ball twice, throw it once, and punt, and just hope for a turnover on defense so far. Um, I'm a little worried about Deontay Johnson this week against Denzel Ward. Um, I like Pat Fryer with a lot this week, don't he? Yeah. Um, 
give me the points on this one. I'm going to take the Steelers plus four and a half. Just divisional game. We always talk about how those are so close regardless. I'll probably take the under as well. Do the Browns get their first win with their brand new Keebler Elf mascot at midfield? Uh, I mean, they beat Carolina week one, right? Was It wasn't at home, though, was it? No. Yeah, this is this is trying to get these home dubs, man. Hey, it's hard. Uh, it's hard to guess these divisional matchups because I mean the Steelers have a good defense, but yeah, the Browns defensive struggle. Yeah, exactly. That's I, I don't know if you answered, but I'm taking the under on this one. I just I'll probably take the under as well. Who who are we playing in this game? Do we? You guys fire up Najee? Probably right. Have to. You have to. If you, yeah, just based on where you drafted them, you almost have to. Um, you're you're firing up your DJ. You have to. Amari Cooper. What, what, Amari Cooper, Cooper. Solid week last week. Do you fire him up this week? I don't feel good about it. I don't think Pittsburgh's great on the outside. I mean, flex play at best. Agreed. I think Minka's, Minka's always watching, man. Oh no. For sure. What about Kareem Hunt? Wayne, where are you at on Kareem Hunt, bro? Mm, a Kareem Hunt, a, he could be utilized kind of. See, Kareem Hunt goes nuts whenever they're down. A, and whenever they're up, Nick Chubb gets a heavy usage. So it's like, or, or when they're whenever it's a competitive game, a barn burner, whatever it is. Um, I don't know. I think he's scripted to be like a 50-50 back. In close games, and I think this is going to be a close game, so I think I fire up Kareem in a flex spot. I think you flex him as well. I think you flex him. You play Chubb. You probably flex Cooper if you have to. I don't love it, but you might have to. Najee, Deontay Johnson is... Are you guys playing Trubisky or Brissett at all? No. no. Are you playing Pat Fryermuth? Yeah. Yes. I like Nick Chubb in this game a lot. I think Cleveland's got a big advantage on the ground, personally. I, I think Nick Chubb's a lock for 100 yards this week. Yeah, I'm running behind old Joel Batonio. I think he's a lock for 100. All right. All right. Uh, that's our Thursday night game. Uh, moving on to the 1 o'clock jammies, we have another divisional matchup. We got the Saints minus three at Carolina. Uh, over under is at 40 and a half. I'm, what was the spread? What was the uh, the point spread like? Saints minus three. I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the over. I like Christian McCaffrey this week a lot. I like Chris Olave. I like Michael Thomas. I I like every Saint receiver. I like Travis Landry. Carolina's pretty bad in the secondary. Um, the only the only Saint that I don't like is Mark Ingram or Alvin Kamara. I'm not really sure any Saints back I like. Do you, are you guys firing up Tony Jones? No. Any, any <laughs> no, Saint? absolutely not. Because I think Ingram's hurt right now, right? Didn't he get hurt last game or tweak a, an ankle or something? He's not on the injury report, injury report right now. Okay. Um. I mean, I'm probably going to take the Saints as well just because of their defense. I'm firing up Jarvis Landry and um, Michael Thomas, but not probably not Chris Olave for me. Do you know that Taysom Hill is the team's leading rusher right now? Isn't that pathetic? Seven carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown through two games. It's, uh, it doesn't look great. Baker just, I don't know, he can't seem to really get it done. I don't think that he does. Christian McCaffrey, for being drafted as high as number two in a lot of redraft leagues, has kind of been a little underwhelming. He's given you 15 each of the first two weeks, but it's Christian McCaffrey. You kind of, you know, expect more. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is he's not getting as much of like that receiving work that we're so used to that puts him up to those easy 20-point games. Um I'm with you on everybody. Uh, Jameis Winston, dark horse. Uh, notice how they're firing up a lot of Saints receivers. Somebody's throwing on the ball. 
Uh, I think he's a good player. If you're struggling, all you all you Trey Lance people, uh, if you're streaming quarterbacks, this might be the week to to fire up Jameis Winston. Uh, There's better out there, I promise. Oh, that's just rude, dude. I'm giving promise. my Brett, I'm giving my Brett game breakdown. Yeah, no, you you got most of them right. Bad guy. Anyways, uh, Saints minus three. I'm taking that. I'm taking the under. I think this is going to be like a. 24-13 affair. Uh, I, I still don't think the Panthers can really figure it out offensively yet. I don't think it's going to happen against this Saints defense. Uh, starting anybody on the Panthers, I'm starting my DJ, and I'm starting CMC and nobody else. No Robbie Anderson? No. Leading the team? Sorry, Beggs. I was just saying that Baker looks bad. I don't I don't know why, but I feel like Red Zone's caught a lot of the Panthers games. And he just looks atrocious, man. Yeah. Yeah, he does. DJ Moore hasn't looked good either. You shut and your I'm mouth. not saying that because DJ Moore is bad. I'm just saying Baker Mayfield is, is kind of not helping that situation. Robbie Anderson leads the team over your precious DJ Moore. Does Sam Darnold does Sam Darnold make a return? Yeah. I was going to ask you guys that. How many more losses are they going to have to take before they pivot back? Because if you pivot, you can't pivot back to Baker. Right? No, no you can't. I think, two, I think two more. I think two more losses where where it's reasonable to put it on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. To think about this, Baker is the first quarterback in CMC's career to make him look average. Yeah, same with DJ Moore. I mean, DJ Moore's never been like an all-star, but he's always been, you know, a, a double-digit guy week in and week out that you can depend on. And he's just he he's just not looked good. I, I mean, he's played with I think McCaffrey's played with PJ Walker, Darnold, Teddy B. Yeah, they signed that Washed guy off the him. out of the XFL or something like that. Uh-huh. That's PJ Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, he's he's gone through a slew of bad quarterback play and you know what it's probably because all those guys were so bad that they knew they had to get it to McCaffrey maybe Baker doesn't know how bad he is just yet lord he should the, uh, yeah, the Geno Smith the rational confidence team is, yeah is... yeah that was hilarious that yeah. was hilarious what he came out and did in week two after he was so hyped on himself after week one uh-huh. you know he looked in the mirror after that game and he was like Dang it, I'm still Geno Smith. <laughs> I'm still trash. Hey, at least someone on his team didn't break his jaw over $600. <laughs> God. That, that is, is the plus side to this. That is one of those stories that just like just boggle my mind. It's it's right up there with the Mike Trout Fantasy League stories. Um, all right, next game, we have the Texans plus three at Bears. This one's going to be a shootout. Uh, not a lot of firepower here. Uh, over under is set at forty. I don't. I don't see this hitting the over. There's no way. Uh, I, I'll go ahead and and speak on all my Darnell Mooney owners. This is my last chance I'm giving them before he's relegated to my bench. Um, the Texans obviously aren't stout defensively. This is my last. I mean, this is my last chance I've given him, and it's not even really his fault. It, the Bears just haven't been throwing the ball. Like they've barely been. I think eleven pass attempts last week. They're just not passing the ball enough to provide fantasy relevance anywhere. Um, Saint Brown is their leading receiver, and he's only getting like three receptions in a game. So it, it's not like he's just been overtaken by somebody. It's just there's not enough targets going around to give anybody on the Bears offense a chance to to be relevant. This is my last chance against a poor Texans defense. Um, boys, do, do your all's Damian Pierce's come out and play this week? I would flex him. I, I would mean, flex him as well. Yeah, I missed on Rex Burkhead last week. Um, you know, the game script was just for Damian Pierce. I, I think this game's close as well. I, I think Damian Pierce might and, and Brandon Cooks are the only fantasy guys I'm even entertaining starting this week. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm actually going to take I'll take Chicago 
minus the two and a half, but I'm going to take the over with, wow. with the same same logic. Now, nah, you guys both took the over last week on the Thursday game with the Chargers and Chiefs because it was billed to be a monster shootout. I took it for the logic that that's what we expect it to be, but it's not going to hit. It didn't hit. I'm going with the same thing on this one where they don't have good offenses, but they really don't have good defense. Uh, you're you're taking the Vegas's aliens are out. Vegas's aliens are out. Yeah, hundred percent. That's fair. Vegas's aliens. I'm taking the over on it. I'm taking the Bears, and I'm with Wayne. I think Darnell Mooney, if he puts another dud up this week, you're safe to drop him in a redraft league. Cole Komet also. I, I think if we don't see a substantial amount of targets this week. I think it's safe to probably drop him as well in a redraft league. And, I mean, for the Texans, like Beg said, Damian Pierce and Brandon Cooks are probably the only guys that you're rostering, even for the most part. I don't think Davis Mills is any kind of stream. I don't think Justin Fields is any kind of stream this week. So, I mean, let's see what we got. You're, you're firing up your David Montgomery's. Do you flex Khalil Herbert no. in a pinch? No, Wayne? No. I don't think I do either. Especially no, when they really gave the ball to Dave Montgomery last game. It's like yeah. They yeah. they they reaffirmed that he's he's their guy. And he showed out too, so that's, yeah. you know, encouraging to see. So what, Yeah, that, that sums it up, I guess. What I can't reconcile in my mind in regards to Justin Fields is he's third in the NFL in, in average depth of target. He's throwing the ball downfield, but do you guys know who he's throwing it to? Cuz I sure don't. His, his, his average depth of target is 11 yards downfield. Yeah, that's because when you throw 11 passes in a game, you only have to throw a couple of them 15 yards down the field to boost that average up significantly. <laughs> Touche. Sure. sure. Oh, you're, you're definitely right. Uh, you know what? DJ Dallas has almost the same quarterback grade as Justin Fields a pro football focus right now, by the way. Didn't he just and he come out and throw a pick last week or something like that? Yes, he did. <laughs> He had a nice, tight spiral on it. Uh, hey, who are you streaming this week? Are you streaming uh, Baker Mayfield, Davis Mills, or Jameis Winston? Jameis. I'm going to make him say Jameis it, Mad Mob. I'm going to make him say it. Who does Jameis play? Panthers. Panthers. I'm going to make him say it, Mad Mob. I'm going to make him say it. Justin Fields. <laughs> So, so Mad Mob, Goni and I have an infamous Zach Wilson and Justin Fields bet. Who's winning? Goni, heat check right now. You're feeling terrible about it. Uh, how many points has Zach Wilson scored? I, so I'm not far? feeling terrible about it until I see Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson comes out and drops a nice, you know, respectable twenty-ish, twenty-one, I'm a little nervous <laughs> for Goni. Zach Wilson never scored twenty points in his life in fantasy. The, the Jets are throwing the ball a little bit, man. We'll see. The Jets without Zach Wilson, a seasoned vet in Joe Flacco playing the best football of his career, is infinitely better than Zach Wilson in his prime. We'll see. Uh, are you a little nervous? No, no. Not even. Not even. <laughs> and it's sad, too, because we love you love to see good fantasy play. You love to see a lot of high-scoring games. And you're, you're seeing Garrett Wilson, uh, what he did last week, Corey Davis has become relevant. Both Michael Carter and Brees Hall getting receptions out of the backfield being fantasy relevant. And I don't want to see that go away because Zach Wilson is going to muster 180 passing yards a game and an interception or two. You're selling them short. I mean, they did just play the Browns, man. I mean, it's 25 fantasy. I think it's hilarious that the Browns like hit a peak and then went straight back to Brownsing. You remember that? Like the Browns were like solid all the way around. You know, Baker was playing good ball, playoff team, and now they're back bottom of the barrel. I think it's hilarious. Sorry, sorry, Cleveland fans. Awful franchise. But that being said, me and Goni were the biggest Browns fans a couple years ago. We wanted to see it happen. I still want to see it happen, to be honest with you. I root for him. Yeah, I just don't like any team in that division. The The Browns are the only team that I don't dislike in that division. The Bengals I dislike just because I, I that's the majority of fans that are around me and I got to hear them all the time. Ravens, I guess I don't really 
I'm indifferent about Steelers. I just know so many bandwagon Steelers fans around me too that I just want to see them lose. Anyways, I used to love the Ravens. They used to be like my second favorite team, but now I I dislike them because of Lamar Jackson fans that root for Louisville essentially because he went to Louisville. For those of you that might not know, yeah. So I got to hear about how how great Lamar Jackson is all the time. So that that makes me dislike him a little bit. Yeah, Tony, where did Mr. Trubisky go to college? Who? Mr. Trubisky, where did he go to college? North Carolina. Well done. Wayne. North Carolina. Joe Flack. <laughs> <college>. <laughs> Joe Flack, where did he go to college? I, I, Let me have it. That's not fair. I know this. I visited it. It's a good one. It's a good one, though. It's a good trivia question. That's not fair, dude. You gave you gave Goni somebody Pick that's me. got three years in the league. Pick you gave me. me somebody that's got 30 years in the league. Delaware, University of Delaware, and he is the man there when I went to go visit like years and years ago. They have like a shrine of, of Joe Flacco. He's a blue hand. All right, I'll, I'll give you Matt Ryan. Where did he go to college? You're giving me another old as dirt guy, man. Boston College. Goni's on fire. He's on fire. Well done, Goni. Thank you. Well, now I want another I'd like one. To, he's giving me all I'd he's, like this he's, shout out to he's, say he's all my... guy. I'd like to thank me. For always believing in me. Brian Tannehill Wayne. It just means more. I actually know this one. It Long pauses. Hey, he, Texas A and M. Texas A and M, right? Or Texas Yes sir. Yes, sir. Let's go, Wayne. Dubs. Alright, we can go off of that. Uh next game. Do we have anything else to cover in that crappy matchup? That's all. Good. (laughs) Next, uh, we got the Chiefs minus six and a half at Indianapolis over under set at 50. This is the, to me, I'm taking the Colts if I'm a betting person. This is the game where the public money flies in on the Chiefs and uh, Vegas cashes in on the Indy ticket. So I'm taking the Colts. What was the uh, 50 over under? I'm taking the over. Taking the over on that one. Uh, as long as Michael Pittman's healthy, I feel good about the Colts. I think Jonathan Taylor desperately needs Michael Pittman to be healthy. What uh, if Michael Pittman's not healthy? I'm taking the Chiefs. Did you see how bad they looked? And they looked yeah, awful. They scored zero points. Yeah, yeah, we all saw it. I will say this if you're in a deep league and you're struggling at flex and Michael Pittman is out, Ashton Doolin may not, that might be a sneaky waiver wire play. I'm sure he's still out there. Uh, he's got 11 targets. Worth a shot. I'd like to take this opportunity to say, don't grab Paris Campbell. (laughs) I've been burned by him. I just want to throw that out there. I was wrong about Paris Campbell, and I will uh, admit that. Yeah. but I don't hate Naheem Hines either in this game. Oh, my. Get off Naheem Hines, dude. Dude, he he gets targets, man. He just needs a a few more. Yeah, that's how every player goes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just need need a few more. I'm going to score more fantasy points. Dude, he's. He, but he's he's involved in the game plan. That's why, like, I mean, he's 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 on the field at the same time as Jonathan Taylor more than uh, more than you realize. I'm gonna look at the stats right now. Then I'll, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll fly in here. Then Go give ahead. me the Chiefs minus six and a half. The Colts look absolutely garbage. Give me the under. Uh, Pittman's still listed as questionable, but he's supposed to play. There, he's trending towards playing. Uh, him and JT are really the only guys. I don't trust any um, any tight end. I don't. I just don't trust Matt Ryan really at this point after the showing that he had last week. Um, I agree with you, Begley. JT needs Pittman uh, taking easing off uh, defenders in the box a little bit. Uh, they just they look terrible, dude. There's no way I can pick one of the best teams in the NFL to not cover against the Colts. But I I like your Vegas's aliens logic. Um, just give me the under and give me Chiefs minus six and a half. Uh, I do you all think CEH has a good game or like are you all leaning more towards like streaming like MVS or Juju or something like that against the Colts? I was gonna ask you both which one which receiver is gonna have the game this week? Travis Kelsey. He's not a receiver. 
right. That's that was the I guess that was the joke. But um, I, I, if I had to choose, I, man, I would say Boo. Cole Hardman. Hardman for me. <laughs> Quit booing. <laughs> Who's it for you, Wayne? Uh, MBS. If I had to, let me put a pause here so MBS. people don't think I'm rhyming. Rhyming. Guess. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go back to the well on Juju. I also personally think that as being an MVS owner in a redraft league, this is the last chance. And I think he's a drop if he underperforms again this week. He hasn't done really anything yet. Juju's had a good game in the first game. He kind of had a little dud. Actually, none of the receivers really did well last game. Travis Kelsey didn't even do very well. It was more a CEH game, right? Kind of. I mean, he could. He, he it, it was just eight. spread out, dude. He had like 10 different guys catch the ball. I mean, that's really what it is. And that's what is terrifying about owning any piece of the Chiefs is, is they're spreading the ball out. And just to, I mean, just to go off Begley's terrible joke, I think Travis Kelsey leads in the receiving category this week. Um, but yeah, it's just, he's, he's spreading the ball out. It's hard to be. It, it, it's hard when you're, when you're, I, I want to look it up, actually. I'm going to look it up. Naheem Hines, by the way, leading the Colts in receptions for the year. He's been in the slot or out wide on 38% of his snaps. Interesting. He's involved. They had, they had literally no wide receivers last game, though. <sighs> Johnny, he's involved in the offense. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. All right, man. What, what were his, his scoring breakdowns for the last two games? He's a deep flex play. Nine, nine different Chiefs got a reception. Not targeted, got a reception uh, last week uh, against the Chargers. I think the Chiefs are going to be a fantasy black hole all, all year. Yeah, unless you have Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% on board. We need a good game out of Jonathan Taylor, don't we? He was very disappointing last week, being the number one overall pick in most leagues. It's inexcusable. Inex- yeah, a single digit from the number one overall is always inexcusable. Donnie Naheem Hines in a PPR league, 10 points and 7 points. I'll take that for like a pinch, if I'm in a pinch. Just saying. Just saying. He's involved in the game plan. Yeah, but I don't want him involved in my fantasy lineup. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't that funny, Wayne. You said ten point seven points, it. like you're cracking open your your team to check your matchup, and you see Naheem Hines with seven points, and you're like, "Let's go, seven points!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't want that. Uh, next game, uh, garnering a lot of interest. I think it's going to be less interesting, and I'll bring up some some points that I that we were arguing about beforehand. Uh, Bills minus five and a half at Dolphins. I guess I'll just go ahead and talk about what I was talking about before we started. Uh, give me the Bills minus 50 and a half. Uh, give me the under. That Bills defense is absolutely insane. People right now are riding the Tua high. But he really, he had a good fourth quarter. You know, last week he, he had two receivers go off for 40-point games. But it was just a good fourth quarter. Only threw he threw no touchdowns in the first, one in the second, one in the third, and then went nuts in the fourth. And a lot of it, if you didn't watch the game, were just blown coverages by the Ravens. They had linebackers lining up against Jalen Waddle every now and then, and he was literally making him touch grass uh, on the routes. And Tua Tua did take advantage of it. I. I don't know about this Bills defense, though. And it's not – this game isn't going to be a Tua killer for me. If he doesn't play well this game, I'm not out on Tua. I mean, he, they they shut down Matt Stafford, who I think is one of the – is a top-tier uh, quarterback this year. So, I'm not I'm not saying if Tua doesn't make it happen this game, then sell him. No, not at all. If, if your quarterback doesn't do good against the Bills, then that's just life this year. Um uh, that being said, I mean, obviously, fire up your Tyreeks. Don't touch, in my opinion, don't touch the Dolphins' backfield. 
and fire up your Jalen Waddles. I mean, he's they're going to be playing from behind, and Tua's going to be throwing the ball and throwing the ball, and hopefully we can grab a couple first downs along the way and, and PPR people to death. Um, give me the under. Uh, we were joking um, that – if if the Bills over is going to hit, it's going to be because the Bills had to score all the points to get there. Uh, I don't know. Without a run game, and I don't think the Dolphins get it going this game. Without a run game, it's really it's going to be really difficult to do anything against this Bills defense. I'm firing up. Gabe Davis is good to go this week, right? You got a limited practice in today. If he's playing, fire up your Gabe Davises. I'm firing up Dawson Knox this week. Same. Um, I think he has a good week this week. Yep, and I don't. Stephon Diggs needs no introduction. Any Bills running backs? That's what I was about to ask you. No. Yeah, no, that's a no for me, dog. I don't think that. I don't think either team is going to be able to run the ball. I, I, I agree. I'm taking the under on this, but I think. I'm looking at the injury report right now, and on the Bills' side, Jordan Poyer, their safety, Micah Hyde, their other safety, and Dane Jackson, their corner, they're all questionable. But on the Miami side, Taron Armstead, their star outside tackle mm-hmm. that they got, and Xavier Howard, their star corner, both also questionable. So I think I'm going to take the points on this one. It's a divisional game. Give me Miami plus five and a half, you said, right? Wayne? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me give me Miami plus five and a half. I like the Bills to win outright. But I, I think this game is going to be a lot closer. I don't think either of them run on the other. Josh Allen is going up against two of the best, really one of the best cornerback tandems in the game with Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. Like I said, I like Dawson Knox for this one. And I, I think that the Miami team is competitive. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I'm with you. I, I think it's a divisional game. I'm going to fade the public here. Wherever public money is going, I'm going to fade it. So I, I'll probably take the points in Miami. I'm going to take the under. I want to see who wins out the Miami backfield. I picked Chase Edmonds a week ago. Um, and then last week, Raheem Mostert dominated all the all the touches. I think there's fantasy value somewhere here in the backfield. And I love Gabe Davis this week. The, the Dolphins usually tend to blanket the wide receiver one, so love Gabe Davis. Uh, Asterix, not a divisional game. Miami Buffalo. Double asterisk is a divisional game. Oh no! Dang, I'm stupid. What a moron. <laughs> did you see my face dude when he said that like I was like so backwards at that moment he realized are we are we good on that game are we moving on goofball yeah we're good don't you call hey, me man. goofball <laughs> Detroit at Minnesota Detroit coming off a big dub Minnesota minus six over under 52 and a half. Kirk Cousins coming off a not a good showing. Dalvin Cook underutilized. Uh, what's going to happen? Are the are the Lions going to going to roll on? What's going to happen? Justin Jefferson's going to score 30 fantasy points this week. Love Joe this week. Uh, I'm I'm taking the I'm taking the Vikings. I'm taking the over. I also like Dalvin Cook to get back on track. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the over as well. I'd have to vet it, but I'm pretty sure that Detroit has covered the over in both of their games so far. It would make sense. The defense, defense is very bad. Uh, as I mentioned on the waiver wire podcast, they're giving up 32 and a half points a game currently throughout the year. Jared Goff was a streaming option that we recommended as well. We think DeAndre Swift continues what he's doing. And we really need to see Dalvin Cook show out this week, I think. He he hasn't really. He got 20 carries in the opener. He only got, I believe, six it was against the Eagles. He needs to be more involved. I, I don't think that the game plan every week should be just force-feed Jetta 
the ball. You're you're not going to win a lot of football games like that. It's great for fantasy, sure. These guys don't care about fantasy. At least the coaches don't and the owners don't. So I feel like you have to balance it out, get Dalvin Cook the ball more. And honestly, if he if he doesn't have a pretty good game, I'm a little worried as a Dalvin Cook owner this week. So fire him up. Fire up your Jettas, of course. Amon Ross St. Brown, Swift. Stream Goff if you need to. And uh, really, boys, I'd like to see, how do you feel about TJ Hawkinson this week? You're playing him, right? Absolutely. I like Chark better than Hawk. Mm. Chark better than Hawk. I do. Okay. Okay. You think Irv Smith finds it this year or this game? Irv Smith, actually, he he looked pretty good in the last game. He got targeted uh, a decent amount. He scored a touchdown. He should have had an additional 60-yard touchdown that he dropped, which would have put his good game into a phenomenal game. So, yeah, I think he, he was being talked up to be more involved in the offense this year. So hopefully we see it. Uh, but, yeah, that's what I think. Wayne, what do you think on the over-under and the, the picks here? I'm going to take the Lions plus six. They keep games close. I think six points is going to be a lot to uh, to separate, uh, and the Vikings aren't that great. Um, give me the over. Just, uh, I don't know. The, the Lions' defense is not very good, and I think the Vikings are going to put up a lot of points, but uh, the Lions have been you know putting up enough to, to stay with teams that are pulling away from them. I mean, they have enough firepower offensively. Uh, with you know Swift and Jamal Williams and Amon Ra, DJ Chark, TJ Hawkinson, they've they've been managing to keep the games close even with bad defense. Um, so yeah, I I think I think Lions over, Lions plus six with the over. Uh, asterisk, it's a divisional game. Wayne and Gonan, is Adam Thielen washed? Is it time just to? He just doesn't seem like he's being utilized that much in the offense. He, I think, was almost catchless for most of the game. I think he did all of his damage in the fourth quarter. And you don't like to see that. They were already down by a whole lot. And it just doesn't seem like he's part of the game plan. The game plan must have just completely shifted to like, all right, everything that used to work over the last couple of years. Yeah. Go ahead and scrap that. Just get rid of it. We're going to throw it to Jetta every play. It's like they're playing Madden. Basically. We're just going to throw to Jetta every play. That's the answer. Every other player on our team is irrelevant. Coaching change. Uh, I mean, Wayne, what about you? Adam Thielen? Worst. Yeah. I, I think he's still got some talent. But, I mean, like Goni said, he, they're just not game-planning for him anymore. And I don't think he's, like, I don't think he's studly enough to really just get that separation on the guys going against him to where he forces them to throw him the ball. Sure. So, I think, it's, I think it's a mixture. I think he's just a little too old to, to give Kirk Cousins no, no choice but to give him the ball every now and then. You need a touchdown. Uh, you need a touchdown out of him for him to be fantasy relevant, and I don't like hoping for that. So, la- last one on this game, if we can move on. I'd like to hear both of y'all's opinions. Is Amon Ra the 2022 Cooper Cup? Oof. I don't know. I don't know yet, man. I don't know. Coop- Cooper Cup might Jared be the 2022 Cooper 2022 Cup. Matt Stafford. Is that fair? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. We're two games in. Let's not. Let's not crown receiving champions and near record breakers just yet. But if you look at how he finished last year and this year's hot start, ooh. Yeah, but I mean, let's be honest. Cooper Cup might be this year's Cooper Cup. <laughs> also true. Also very true. Long term in a dynasty, you taking Waddle or Amon Ra? Amon Ra. Waddle. Wow, waddle wow. easy, easy. See, why? Why? What easy. was that for? Not see. We were. I was literally going to move on to the next game, and then you had to throw <laughs> out easy. How in any way, shape, or form is that easy? I mean, we could move on if you want to move on. All right, Amon Ra, no. Amon Ra, super yeah. easy. Uh, next game: Ravens at Patriots. Pats. Waddle. 
plus three. You good, man? Yeah, go ahead. Finish. Amon Ra, super easy. Over under is 43 and a half. Pat's plus three. Uh, boys, do the Ravens come out angry? Uh, yes. I, I like the Ravens here, and I like the over. I think Bateman continues to eat. Uh, I, I really am curious to look at Baltimore's uh, secondary health. You know, they're missing their, their, their top four uh, into the second half last week, which played a big part to it going off. I think Jacoby Myers is a really nice play this week for the pass. I think he should be in your flex. Um, Goni, I'd really like to know, why is Jalen Waddle the easy dynasty pick over Amon Ross and Brown? <laughs> Jalen Waddle's the easy pick because he is tied to a quarterback that's going to be there for a while. He has the first-round draft capital. He is going to be the guy there for years. Whereas Amon Ross St. Brown, we don't know who the quarterback is going to be next year or the year after. They brought in Jameson Williams, who they traded up for to go and get. I just don't think we see this kind of, again, it's two weeks into the season. Uh, I don't want to overreact on the accolades and the stats that he's put up. They've been phenomenal, but I don't think it's sustainable. They got a lot of mouths to feed there. Wayne, I'd love to hear why Amon Ra is super easy. Over uh, because Amon Ra is the number one on an offense that scores a lot because it's always down. Um, they're a very throw-first offense, yet they have a good running back to keep the second level honest. Uh, versus Waddle, who has a uh, question mark as far as talent goes uh, of a quarterback and the 100% clear-cut number two on the team. Makes sense. I am taking the Ravens minus three. Give me the over. I Waddle easy. Amon Ra just hard hard pass on Waddle between the two. Um, are you all firing up your uh, Rashad's Rashad Bateman's? Yes. No, I'm not. Is it easy? Uh, I just don't like the passing game. I don't like the passing game, period, from the Ravens this week. I think it's going to be a win from the Ravens. Oh, we can move on from this one quick. Be a blowout. It, this one doesn't have a lot of fantasy relevance, does it? Not really. Uh, Jacoby Myers, Lamar Jackson, uh, Mark Andrews, give me the under. Uh, Bill Belichick is going to do – I feel like he's going to put the defense in a good enough position to contain – stop the run game as much as possible. And Lamar's not going to, I don't know, he's not going to do crazy things like he did last week with the passing game. I, I think Rashawn Bateman's got the it, it factor, though, man. He pops. He creates separation. I think he's good. What about Mark Andrews, Wayne? Obviously, you're playing him, but do you think he has a good game? Yeah. Yeah, I always, if you pre if you... If you ask me that question, we talk about the Ravens every week. I think Mark Andrews is going to have a good game. Fair he's their he's their main option. He's their red zone target, and I think he's gonna his targets are going to go up more and more as the season goes on. Fair. Goni, Damian Harris is he hurt? Is it Ramondre Steven season? No, not this week. Is uh is J.K. Dobbins rolling this week? He's practicing. Uh, they're, they're, he's still practicing, man. They're taking this cautious approach with him. He he still hasn't played in an NFL game, and it's been over a year now. Injury guy, is he a Q or is he a D? A Q. Okay, fair enough. Uh, next game, we got Bengals minus four and a half at Jets. Uh, over under is 45. Bengals 0-2. Man, I think this is another one. The public money's got to come in on the Bengals, right? Trap game of the week. <laughs> exactly. I'm taking the Jets, and I'm going to take the over. I like the Jets to throw the ball 40 times in this one, man. Plus, um, I think CeeDee Lamb and Noah Brown both had good games last week with Cooper Rush on the ball, and I think Flacco's an upgrade. I think Garrett Wilson is a nice play. 
think Elijah Moore is a nice play this week. Um, obviously, Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins are playing. I think this one's a shootout. Man, that's so weird. If we if we were talking about this game three weeks ago, Bengals by a million. Yeah. Now it's like we're we're talking about this being a trap game at minus four and a half. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Joe Flacco's playing great. Um. Give me give me the points. Give me. This one's tough for me. I'm leaning towards the over though. Um. Fire up the usuals. Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Uh, do we give uh, Garrett Wilson another roll? Dropped Absolutely. 30 last week. He dropped 30, and Joe Flacco missed a few easy throws. He could have had 50, honestly. Yeah. Garrett Wilson, I think, is a play this week. I'm taking the I'm taking the Bengals. Taking the Bengals in this one. The Jets' defense isn't good. They have given up an average of 27 and a half a game. They've been getting run over on the ground by everyone, everyone. So I look for a big game out of Joe Mixon. I think that sets up the offense a little bit better for Joe Burrow. He won't have to be running for his life. Um, Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst is a guy I wanted to talk about as well. I believe he got seven, seven targets in each of the last two games. He's a guy also that you might want to look at streaming in this game. But I think Joe Mixon is the star in this one. I think Jamar Chase obviously is going to do Jamar Chase things. With Joe Flacco and the way that he's throwing the football right now, with his 103 attempts through two games, Carter and Brees Hall are our flex plays also. Corey Davis might also. This might be the single most game I think I've ever said I might play a jet this week. Usually you can count it on like one finger how many jets you're going to play. So give me give me the Bengals, give me the over and I'm I'm firing them up. I'm firing up all like all of the Bengals and most of the Jets. I agree we're we're getting a shootout here. I I I disagree with you on Joe Mixon a little bit. I think the Bengals line is bad, and you got to remember the Jets have played the Browns in Baltimore, two of the two of the better running teams in the league. I think their I think their run uh, defense stats are a little skewed right now. I think Joe Joe Mixon's an eighty yards, maybe a tutty kind of guy. Fair enough. Uh, next game we got Raiders minus two at Titans. Asterix, not a divisional matchup. Um, <laughs> the over under is forty five and a half. I don't know how you can't take the Raiders. If you watch the Titans play football at all, they might be the worst team in the league right now. Uh, they look abysmal. Um, this is one of those games that Derrick Henry, you know, just a gorgeous matchup. If he doesn't get back on track, you're hitting panic button. Is is this a gorgeous matchup for Derrick Henry? Yeah. Uh, the Raiders are awful on the ground. With Max Crosby and Chandler Jones on the edge? Yeah, I mean they're 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 great pass rushers, but their run defense is a little suspect. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't. I think I still think it's too early to hit the panic button on Derrick Henry. Man, he's he's only averaging three yards a carry right now, three and change. But he's done that in games in the past where he's kind of started up a little bit slow, or past seasons rather, and then. He absolutely destroy worlds, destroys worlds when you know the the cold comes around and the season moves on. Guys are a little bit bit more tired and sore, and just runs them over. What what about Josh Jacobs? This is a good matchup because the Titans got gashed by Saquon last week. I mean, against the Bills, the Bills put up good points against them, but they didn't really run the ball too too much. Are you firing up Josh Jacobs in a flex this week, boys? Yeah, I am. I'm firing him up as my RB2 this week. I think I would as well. I think I would as well. I have him on a, on one of my teams. I like him to go this week. Begs over under 24 points from the Raiders this week. 
Man, it's got to be the over. How, how do they stop Devontae Adams? I think the only person who can stop him is Derek Carr. Okay. Listen, I think I think Devontae and Darren Waller have great games. I think I think Hunter Renfro's blackballed after he got that ball stripped last week to lose the game. Yep. I think they I think they angrily pivot away this game. That's and that's there there's no statistical basis on, on that. It's just a gut. Just a gut feeling that I that I don't think I'm gonna start Hunter Renfro this week. Do you start trailing Burks and the flex? Yeah. Okay. Begley? I, I think you have to. This is a good matchup for both teams, personally. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is the Titans passing game. Yep. Especially Taylor Luan out. Yep. I agree. Let's see what Ryan Tannehill can do. Because I mean, the pat the worse the passing game gets, the worse the run game gets, and when the run game's bad, the passing game gets worse for them. So it all exactly. it all hinges on King Henry and what he can make happen. Exactly. All right, last one o'clock game is the Eagles at the Commanders. Asterix is a divisional matchup. Uh, Commanders plus six and a half over under at forty seven. Um, Jalen Hurts is meeting expectations. Sorry, meeting high expectations set for him preseason. Uh, but six and a half is a little bit too high for a divisional matchup for me. Uh, give me the over. Not thrilled with uh, these defenses. Uh, fire up your AJ Browns. I'm. I'm. Depending on my roster, I'm. I might throw Devonte Devonta Smith in a flex position here. Give me pretty much every Washington offensive player. Give me Gibson, McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, considering Jahan Dotson as well in this one. Yeah, it, man, in the Conference of Champions, these games are always close and ugly. Uh, give me Washington. Give me the under. I love Logan Thomas in this game. Um, I, I think the Eagles – Guard the outside pretty well. Uh, so I'm looking at the interior guys. I'm looking at Samuel, looking at Logan Thomas, and this one to have monster games. One player you guys are missing that absolutely needs to be talked about here, Miles Sanders. About time, man. Miles Sanders is averaging almost six yards a carry. He's getting the football, and he's looking great. All he's needed ever in his entire career is just opportunities. And he he's actually showing out. He's absolutely got to be fired up this game. Kenny Gainwell could probably be dropped in redraft formats. Uh, Kenny Gainwell, uh, with them actually giving Miles Sanders the ball. And Miles Sanders and, been doing good with the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he usually has been. It's just they refuse to give him carries on it. I agree with you guys. You're firing up your your commanders, uh, all of them. I think this is going to be a good game. I feel like it's going to be a shootout. And, I mean, I really want to take Philly for as good as they've looked. But, as Wayne said, it is a divisional matchup. Washington has been putting up a lot of points. Washington at home. Give me the six and a half. And I'll take the over. Miles Sanders, the seventh most carries in the league. The top guy's got 28. Any guesses as to who it is? Saquon. Jonathan Taylor. Kyle Juszczyk, 28 snaps. Wait, 28 carries? I'm sorry, I meant snaps. I apologize, gentlemen. Miles Sanders has 22 snaps, the seventh most in the league. Uh, The top guys, Kyle Juszczyk and James Robinson with 28. What do you mean? You what do you mean? Twenty-two snaps. In week two, Miles Sanders got in week two. Snaps. In week two, okay, I missed the week two. I thought we were talking about on the season. Same. Oh, sorry, gentlemen. Let me. Uh, I'm actually kind of curious to see what it is look like. What it does look like on the season. Okay, you look that up. I'm gonna throw in this last little segment just to keep um, our next episode uh, under an hour because we're coming up on an hour now. So I'll cover this this part quickly. I'll cover 
um, what happened over uh, on the CTFL, the Crappy Team Fantasy League. I'll, I'll run through uh, what happened this week. Um, Begley is the leading scorer on the week. Goni is again in the no. basement. And I am no. in second this week, but still number one overall. All right, so uh, Goni's lineup, Justin Fields, D. Swift, Brees Hall, DJ Moore, Kenny Galladay, Cole Komet, Damian Pierce, Kadarius Toney. Uh, Fields, 7.8. Swift, 16.7. Hall, 13. DJ Moore, 13.3. Galladay and Komet, 0. Damian Pierce, 8.7. Kadarius Toney, 2 for 61.5, putting a season total at 131.14. My lineup, Davis Mills got 5.18. Saquon Barkley, 11.8. ETN, 8.3. Darnell Mooney, 0.6. Amon Ra, 39.4. C.J. Uzoma, 0, Michael Carter, 10, James Robinson, 15.8 for a weekly total of 91.08, seasonal total 204.58. Begley, the leading scorer on the week. Jared Goff, 34.04, CMC, 16.8, David Montgomery, 15.6, Brandon Cooks, 9.4, Elijah Moore, 6.5, T.J. Hawkinson, 5.6, Jameson Williams, 0, Christian Kirk, 25.8 for a seasonal total of 203.54. Dude, half of Goni's team is going to be cut. Yeah, his team's awful. I fell asleep. I fell asleep during that. We could have just done with the total points for the week, man, and then the updated totals. No, we couldn't have. I needed every second of that one. That's I, you know, I forget that this is the run through of it every week, just because of like how much I don't care about this. I thought we were talking about the actual crappy teams because I was rooting for the Jaguars and Lions, and both got wins. I was hyped when we got into this. Then I was like, Well, you never oh, told me. You never told me. I can teams. I can update it in the Excel spreadsheet to mention that as well. But, I mean, this is also something that needs to be watched. Listen, Goni, just because your team is hot garbage and you don't want to hear about it doesn't mean the people don't want to hear about it. Your team, oh, it's fine. Your team's it, terrible. It's, just, it's one of those doinks that I could, like, probably the only doink that I could really care less about. Yeah, I bet. I'd care less about it, too, if I was getting absolutely mollywopped. I mean, you're getting hammered down to six crappy teams. It's really not that. It's so whatever. you care I mean, you your, care about our crappy team draft on who wins, but you don't care at all about our crappy team fantasy league, and this is a fantasy podcast. That's just weird, man. Yeah, because Cause cause I'm suck. rooting for underdogs and not poor fantasy players, dude. I'm rooting for underdogs of of the NFL team. Justin, Fields. Justin Fields is your boy, DeAndre Swift. Tier one. We all love DJ Moore. Damian Pierce was your guy. We Bro, all I, thought I Cole Komet was going to be good. These are the guys. I, I just, I don't care, man. It's fine. Man. Low blood sugar. Hate. This is going to when he loses. I hope the Mad Mob is really paying yeah. attention to the type of attitude we get off air. He's losing, and do y'all see the attitude that he's giving us? Wayne. I, I hope you guys realize how soft Wayne has been this whole episode. Wayne, do you think. He cares less about his CTFL alt delete team or cancer. Ooh. You're a bad guy, dude. That's, You're a bad guy. Very close. You're a very bad guy. Because he, he's shown that he cares very little about both. <sighs> the true colors are coming out for both of these gentlemen. No, they always no agree. don't they try always and flip the script because we're shining a light Man. on you being a bad guy. That's okay. Give the updates on the teams. That I, that's what I'm interested in is the teams. I don't even know. I don't even know what teams we have. You've got the all-time ledger list. If you want to give them, if you want to give them to me, I'll I'll get them together and I'll keep track within the same Excel file. That way, I can give the CTFL update and then quickly follow it up with the bad team draft overall record, so you don't get so salty. That that's what we did last week, Scab. No, it isn't because I've never had. It. Straight up, absolutely did. You have Bears and Panthers. We talked about this last week. You have the memory of a goldfish, man. It's You have the Bears and Panthers. I have the Jaguars and Lions. And the and Beggs has Team New York with the Giants and Jets. We absolutely talked about it because Beggs was hyped that the Giants stole a game. Who did you have? From the Titans. Who did you have? Uh, Jaguars, Lions. Historical dominant squad over here, remember? How do you feel about it going? I feel, I feel great. I, I mean, I feel excellent. The Jaguars and Lions, man, two of the worst franchises in history, and I get to, I get to root for them on a weekly basis with incentive. So, I mean, I like that. I like the underdogs. That's why I rooted for the Browns before, and why well, I continue to root for them because they're 
always in the cellar. Who's whose teams are you most worried about? Mine or Wayne's? Uh, you know, I don't know. You started off two and zero with the Giants, but I'm really uh, they're gonna fall off, right? I kind of like mine. How terrible is that to say? It's awful to say. It's selfish. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I, I just like the way the Lions are playing. I at least know they're going to be in like every game. Wayne, did you notice how I said, which which team do you like better, mine or Wayne's? And he said, mine. I like mine better. So yeah. I'm selfish. I like mine. Yeah, go Nailed just, it. I don't know. Wow. I, I don't know if you just didn't get a snack before this episode started or what, but he's just been different. Not in a good way. Not in a good Speaking way. Speaking of which, man, when Be- Beggs has been off the snacks for a few podcasts now. Oh, lies. There it is. I've just been chewing quietly. <laughs> <laughs> the secret. He had me fooled. Yes. That's why he's been I leaning s- off camera I- so often. I put a, I put a dip of, of snacks in my mouth before the episode starts. Slowly siphon them in. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. uh, a quick update on how it's going. Uh, oh no, I didn't. I'm missing a game. I think Begley's winning. To be honest with you, I'm yeah, a, I have he's 100 percent winning because the Giants haven't <laughs> lost yet. Um, I am one and three. Goni is two and two, and Begley is three and one. But I don't even care about this. I couldn't care less about this. This is stupid. I don't even care about this. Good, man, because you're losing. I don't even what care. A, what a sore loser. What a sore loser. I don't even care about this. What a sore loser. It's fantasy. Guys- I'm worried about the fantasy lineup. I don't even care. Hateful. Mad Mob. All right, take us home. Mad Mob. Cancer research for MVP. <laughs>